This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves I sometimes I wait till uh, too far into the uh, theme song to decide to put eye drops in, <laughs> and because uh, dry eye is a problem. That hey everybody, my name, my name is Doug, and I love movies. This ep of Doug loves movies is being taped in front of a live audience at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in Los Angeles, <laughs> California. California. <laughs> Uh, and this is August 24th. I've never tried to do that, and I thought it, I thought it came out pretty good. Uh, not, not even in my car alone. Uh, this is August 24th, right? 2010. Uh, 
The special episode that we recorded on August 15th at Parlor Live in Bellevue, Washington should be available on iTunes for just $2 right now. You have to go to the like the Doug Benson comedy recording section. It's not in the podcast section, but it's on iTunes and it's two it should be $2 or $1.99 for two parts of a very long fun episode. Uh, but when we first put it out, iTunes something went wrong and they listed it as 9.99. So if you're listening and you paid 9.99 for it and now suddenly it's $2, I'm sorry, <laughs> and um, maybe we could work something out. I don't know how you'd prove that you paid nine ninety nine for it. If I just said, you know, come to me and let me know, then everybody's going to be like, I paid nine ninety nine for it. Because seven dollars is okay. So, my new CD DVD, Doug Benson, Hypocritical Oath, plops on Tuesday, August thirty first. So that should be after a lot of you are hearing this podcast. So please. Uh, try to get a copy. If you get the download, obviously the DVD part isn't there, but uh, the DVD is two episodes that I did of Comedy Central Presents presentations. Uh, and someone here tonight is going to win a copy of uh, Hypocritical Oath when we play Leonard Moulton game at the end of the show. And also, did you guys come in? Did you all get posters for Hypocritical Oath? Did you get those as you walked in? Lovely. Uh, great fun was had by me in uh, Spokane and Boise last weekend. Uh, special shout-outs to Nito Burrito and Flatbread Community Oven in uh, Spokie and Boise, respectively. I saw Piranha 3D or not 3D. It depends on who you talk to. <laughs> some, some, you know, sometimes it's just like at the beginning of the movie, it just says Piranha. There's no 3D. But I saw it yesterday, and uh, it has so much nudity and violence in it that I didn't know whether to masturbate or masturbate. <laughs> Boom. That was a, a tweet some people may have already enjoyed, but I couldn't resist the opportunity to say it one more time, or out loud. Maybe it'll go in the act. Maybe it'll be on my next album that I'm going to record next year on 420. But for now, for now, because this is a delicious segue, uh, let's bring out my guests. The stars of Piranha 3D, Adam Scott, Elizabeth Shue, and Rob Hubel. Pick any chairs you'd like, fellas. Uh, Elizabeth, you look awesome. <laughs> Thank you for coming. I want to be very clear. Uh, I'm not in that movie. <laughs> yeah, but you like uh, you've worked with uh, Paul Shear quite a bit. He's yeah. in the movie. I know Paul real well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jerry O'Connell. You've done some things with him. Jerry. He's in the yep. movie. Jerry's a good guy. Do you know? Uh, have you met Elizabeth? Um. <laughs> We actually met at... Can you hear me? Is this working? Is this yeah, sound normal? Okay. Get, there it is. a little hotter for you. Um, we actually met Elizabeth oh at Comic-Con. I was down there, and we oh, s- right. I saw you guys at that party. So and uh, I was... Piranha party. Yeah, I was very drunk, but uh, you were charming, Elizabeth. 
what else would you do at Thank any- you. <laughs> this is funny, because I said, Rob Hubel, come down, and you can pretend to be Jerry O'Connell or Paul Shear, and then I didn't kind foresee a- that we'd need someone to pretend to be Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. I'm, a, she's, I'm, a, I'm sort of a mashup. What of, do you mean? <laughs> Elizabeth, seriously, quit joking around. Okay, sorry. <laughs> you know that scene in Cocktail where you show a little side boob? Yeah. That, so, that made me a man. I turned into a man that day. Someone in the audience goes, woo, side boobs. <laughs> it's really, it's, uh, I think it was trending on Twitter recently, side boobs. There are a lot of side boobs in the movie. It was right under Netanyahu. What? There are a lot of <laughs> there are a lot of side boobs in the movie Piranha 3D. And Front boobs. There are a lot of like everything. And boobs. people getting boobs. chewed apart boobs. Yeah. Boobs getting gnawed on. It's that movie. Are like, boobs getting ripped off? Because in the script there were boobs torn off. And I remember reading it being like, all right. But I don't remember. Yay! She's here. Hey. hey. Hello. Oh. This is Doug. <laughs> Elizabeth. She we went right to Hubel. That's a, that's what she should do. Go right to Hubel. That's Rob Hubel on the end. He's representing a hybrid of my friends Jerry O'Connell and Paul Shear, who both have here, so. careers uh, too hot. Yeah. To, uh, you know, uh, O'Connell is right now is arguing with Jim Belushi somewhere, <laughs> on camera or off, and, uh, yeah, okay, or whatever, and, um, and Paul Shear is working on a new season of The League, so hopefully we'll do a uh, Cast of the League episode soon uh, when that comes back on the air. Can I be here for that show? <laughs> Are you in The League? Not really. So- yeah. <laughs> when somebody bails, then you can, uh, you can be the third per- chair again. Cool. So what about side boobs? Oh, um, I was just saying that I think they're an affront to society, and that's why it's called an affront, because it's not a, a side, and that, um, yeah, I, was kinda, I didn't think you'd yeah, walk how, in how during did, that part how, of the conversation. How, how did that come up, Doug? Did I have anything to do with that? Yeah, because uh, remember in Cocktail, when you guys are in the, uh, when you guys are in the private grotto... When you're over at Hef's place and you're like, all right. I always respected that about you because you kept it hot without giving it up. I didn't know that a side of my boob was even showing. Oh, really? <laughs> well, well, we okay. all know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think it's been studied by this group. Yeah, I mean, that you throw your hands up in the air, that's going to happen. Ta-da! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks for the recreation. <laughs> Try to think about that, listeners. <laughs> I'll, I'll get right to it. You looked amazing in your sheriff outfit in Piranha, I gotta say. And uh, I think, yeah. I did not feel very sexy in that outfit, but Adam told me every day that my ass looked good. Did I? I did. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That happened. <laughs> You're like Tom Lennon on the set of that movie where, uh, what's her name, Amy wore the, Amy Adams wore the uh, Amelia Earhart pants through the entire movie. Like he, yeah, he agreed with me that that was amazing. But let's get this, even though Piranha is probably one of the most disgusting movies made ever on on a couple different levels, did you guys know going into it that it would be that much of a a boob and... uh, 
Penis festival? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's so lying. No, we, we knew it, the whole time we were like, what the fuck is this? Were there pages in the script for underwater nude ballet? <laughs> yeah. Wait, there were? No, no. Or did <laughs> I don't remember that, but I do remember seeing the uh, the script line where the fish ate his penis, and then it was written "burp." <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler and alert! That, and that's when you're like, "I'm in." <laughs> that's where I was almost not in, <laughs> but now I have to say it's my favorite part in the movie. <laughs> it's classy. It's yeah. Totally. It's a classy movie. If you're gonna <laughs> eat human flesh, you'd probably cough up Jerry O'Connell's dick. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler again I'm sorry yeah that's a big that actually but is a big totally, spoiler that's, that's a, a pretty big, big spoiler. spoiler but look at his character it's the perfect comeuppance because yeah. he's such a it's how many people here Joe Francis. how many people here have seen the movie it's based on a true story yeah it's true yeah, that, that, Called that's Toronto, about accurate the original <laughs> That was about the percentage throughout the country, I think. You guys, Pretty much. You guys opened in like A fifth smattering place. of applause across America. <laughs> there is someone drinking a 40 in the front row, and I, yeah. I salute you, man. It's true. Don't tell, though. I'm, this place I'm tries to be cool, kidding. man. Why do you have to be... You play a cop in too many things. <laughs> That's right. Get that you fucking 40 You bring it to your down. real life. Because I gotta say, Adam, when you. I've seen now, we watched Torque together uh, here at Cine Family in Los Angeles. Have you ever heard of Torque? On uh, a couple nights oh. ago. And that was a fun live event. I'm gonna do more of those at Cine Family. So if you're in LA, it was come, so fun. Come see us do that. Yeah, that's. The, uh, hopefully, I'll be able to get somebody that was in a movie that's turned out kind of unintentionally funny. <laughs> and, uh, well, I was in Monster in Law. Yeah, we could, well, that's what I'm saying. We could revisit again. We could do Monster in Law. Maybe you could talk J Lo or Jane Foe into coming down. And <laughs> Come on, Jane Foe, you guys. Jane that was like. I could barely concentrate with Elizabeth Shoe no, sitting I, right I, here. I don't think, th- I don't think that I would still be. still hit a... home runs. Woo! There she did it again. Just keep doing that. I will. I don't think that would be a fun evening, really. Now, let's. Wait a second. Let me just back up as long as we. You did that again. Um, <laughs> there's been some body double situations in your career. Am I right? There was one, yes. You saw that movie? What was it called? Link? Yeah. <laughs> yes! <laughs> you oh didn't God. see that movie. I can't believe you did I, not yes, see that I movie. Yes, I did see no. that movie. I forget if it was in a theater or on cable waiting, waiting for your nude scene, but... Uh, Wait, what, what's when Link? When it finally come, that? I was like, fakers... <laughs> Because it was never, you know, you got to have the face in the shot. That's yeah. all I'm saying. So, it's like Heather Thomas and Zapped. I was like seven and I was like, bullshit. <laughs> but it happens a few, couple times in the movie, right? No, just once. But, just I am, once? I'm, I'm, I'm but totally there's a lot of build up to it. There's a lot of scenes where you like start to get into a bathtub. And, no. But then what's the, what's the scene with the double? Does he it involve a bathtub movie. or a shower? But, yes, the yeah, monkey is so. looking at my body yeah, for the first time. And I did, the I did Oh, know. it's called Link because it's, called Link cause it's about a monkey. It's a horror movie. It's a horror movie with an orangutan, but we had to use an orangutan, and he had to wear little chimp ears because actual chimps are too dangerous. Um. <laughs> yeah, when they reach a certain age, they're, yes. they're like nuts. But let me tell you about that scene. The scene was all to <laughs> capture his animalistic <laughs> intentions. And so I did show my boobs to the real chimpanzee. <laughs> so his reaction you could have been is killed. all me. 
But what a story. It's <laughs> a classy show you got going here. Actress, yeah. actress Elizabeth Shue was breast examined to death by a wild animal on the set of her movie. That would get right on the ticker in entertainment. Breast, news breast examined to death has never; those words have never been put together before. Was it's it awkward? Time. Was it awkward between you and the monkey for the rest of the shoot? Yes, he wanted me from then on. Did Did he have like any kind of reaction at all? Like, did they? Does that register with them? No, it totally did. That's what was fascinating. His eyes got a little bigger, <laughs> and he locked in. <laughs> well, he he had seen cocktail, so. <laughs> Oh, what did I do to deserve full boob? I would have settled for sides. You get full boob in leaving Las Vegas, too, with whiskey yeah, running yeah. down them. That's true. Hello? That's true. Yeah, but, you know, it was, I don't know. There's something, there's something about when it's a drama and someone gets naked, it's harder to be like, yeah. It's more like, oh, they're, but, they but, have a problem. <laughs> These two are not going to be good for each other. I'm, I'm too much of a... I'm a cancer. That's why I think that way. <laughs> but you're aroused by seeing boobs in a movie about monkeys? It's so... It's such a... It's a great... I, I think um, our good friend Leonard Malton, the film critic, gave that movie Bomb. I think it's the only one in your career that he gave Bomb to. He gave three and a half stars to, like, four of your movies, uh, Leaving Las Vegas... Uh, the third Back to the Future, which is that's sticking your neck out. Three and a half stars for the third Back to the Future. But I agree because it's like the first Back to the Future, but in the Wild West, and with you instead of that other girl. And that's that's enough to fascinate me when it's on cable. Um, it's all it takes is just going. This is weird. This was a weird choice. The westerns were dead, and Zemeckis was like, "I'm going to commit to another western." It's an interesting movie. Um, but it completes the trilogy, and that's the important thing. Did you and the guy who replaced uh, Crispin Glover just sit around the set and go, where were the replacements? <laughs> How weird is that? Like, form your own little group, you know? And, like, you're, like, the outsiders. Yeah, it sucked. Really? Was it bad? It was really bad because I was wearing a wig and I was wearing pink pants, right? Or purple. Yeah, yeah. Pink you had to purple? wear the same terrible yeah. outfit the girl from the movie several years earlier had yeah. worn. Totally. Like, I was, it completely gone. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't in style to begin with yeah. and then got worse. I remember in, in 1989, Back to the Future 2 came out and it had been four years. And I remember that's the first thing I thought was, wow, their clothes look really fucking stupid. <laughs> But yes. if you're going to see somebody in grandma pants that's too young for them, it, was, it worked for you. You made I do it have work. a good ass. I love, that you, <laughs> I love that you checked on the history of your wardrobe with Doug. You're like, wasn't I wearing pink pants? Doug's like, yeah, yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah I love movies. <laughs> I'm the person to go to if you want to know something about a movie. Um, I'm going to get you a water, so you guys keep talking. Oh, good idea. Thank you. Such a gentleman. Um, would you guys ever work with him or based on what you know of him so far? What, what was it? What's his Rob name? Rob Hubel? He was the guy I, I, I only work with people I've heard not, of. Uh, that nobody knows. Oh, here, here he is. He's always, he always does a lot of antics that uh, are just for the podcast uh, 
attendees. I like to, I like to do people listening. I like to do visual bits so that people on the podcast don't know what's going on. You look like Andy Murray. I don't know who that is. He's that guy that looks like Rob Hubel. He's out there getting all your jobs. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, well, did you know that um, I, I was telling Adam this? I actually auditioned for Jerry's part. And because uh, I, uh, I read the script and I thought it was so awesome. I knew it was going to be like super cool. And but I fucked it up because I went in uh, into the audition. This is totally true. And uh, when I went in there, I go, um, I was like, hey, I go, I think this is so hilarious and funny. And they were like, what? <laughs> and I go, yeah, this is going to be awesome, man. It's so funny. And they're like, funny. <laughs> So like I felt like I pissed them off, and uh, and then last night, uh, Paul Shear, who I'm representing, we did a show at the Soho House, and um, and upstairs for real, Harvey Weinstein was at the Soho House, and I'd never met him before, and Shear, I don't think I'd ever met him before, but so Shear goes Shear goes up to shake his hand and introduce himself, and Harvey Weinstein goes, I know who you are, Paul, and he goes, you're going to be in the sequel. And because uh, they're going to do a sequel to this movie, and um, and so then I started like trying to kiss his ass, trying to get in the movie, and he walked away. I was literally like, "Can I just tell you that my favorite part of the movie was when the two girls that are naked are swimming?" And he just like walked away. I was like, "I cannot be in this movie. I want to. I want to get killed by a fish." Well, Paul's death scene, they ran out of money. So uh, they, they shot it, but then they couldn't afford the, all the CG fish. Yeah, because so, it was on so land, I think. <laughs> he was like flailing around on land. And then so <laughs> to, to do that effect was like way too expensive. They're like, no, forget, let's just have that guy vaguely live. We won't you ever address... What? And let's be serious about it. Like, those two characters, it's not a spoiler to say that those two guys die. Like, you know that from the... This big spoiler is the next time the TV commercial comes on, cover your eyes, because they show the very last shot from the movie in the TV commercial. It's so retarded. That doesn't mean that he dies, though. It doesn't. It and doesn't. now I meant to try to not say that part. <laughs> But anyway, now that you let it out of the bag. No, but yeah, I didn't say be. what happened. None of us had said, have said <laughs> what happened. They could start the sequel with Adam riding Yeah, the exactly. Down. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But it's also, there's a secondary reveal going on there because, uh, you know, there's a twist of what it is that's attacking you. I, I know, and, like, and, it's so and amazing. That's, that's, that's in, in the, the ad as well. Yeah, it's crazy. But, you know, I, that's the thing right now. The trailers just kind of show you everything and then hope you still love it. Yeah. When you see it all again. Like, that's all the shit I liked in the trailer, but stretched out. <laughs> I was like, I wish this trailer was longer. I know. I wish it was feature length. I saw Sheer shooting his death scene, too. And it was like an all-day Oh, just thing. it was brutal. It was sad like sad actor writhing around, oh, faking. Yeah. He was he was <laughs> knee deep in the water, pretending he had a fish attached to his nose. So, for because they go after the zinc that he had yeah, on his nose yeah, yeah. through the whole movie. For hours, he's in the water going ah ah. <laughs> for hours, I like I was on a boat going to like this holding area we had, and he was out there doing it. And then like two hours later, I'm going off to shoot, and he's still in the water going ah. It would have been a great, a great like prank on him if they had CGI'd that to be Jerry's dick. So he's like, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if you wanted a cleaner version, they could just uh, make it look like he's in a shake weight commercial. <laughs> 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 
Jesus. <laughs> um, wow, I've really eaten up a lot of time talking about whatever it was we were just talking about. Um, I just want to touch on a couple more things. Um, so let's go down the line here, starting with Adam. I'm just curious about it. We watched Torque together because you have a sense of humor about Torque. <laughs> there, they, there they are again. Okay. They got, I think they moved right. around the room, though. It's was, it was over there before. Like, they're sneaky, those people that come out to the screenings at CineFamily. But what's a, do you have another movie in your film vault that's like kind of funny unintentionally or uh, not, not yeah, your favorite? Yeah, a bunch. Um, <laughs> uh, like almost everything. Um, Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World. You, Wait, can't, you can't yell that yeah. out. What if he was like, hey man, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> um, uh, uh, Hellraiser 4, which, which uh, uh, Rob and I watched together. The, yeah. The, my death scene from that, which is pretty pretty, it's pretty awesome. How early do you go in that one? Pretty, pretty early. <laughs> okay, so that would be that wouldn't be a good one to, to show at the no 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 the thing no. Um, I I'm in tons of horrible shit. <laughs> but Torque really has a nice combination of funny and unintentionally funny. Like it it, it it straddles the line nicely. Yeah, and it's 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 unintentionally funny, and it's like a big budget thing, so it's fun to watch with the you know. It was kind of a perfect thing for it was video uh, video director. Yeah, Joseph. So Kong. it's flashy in weird ways. Yeah, like there's uh, people you don't see a character without seeing him in the reflection of something. <laughs> So a rearview mirror quite a bit. Sometimes side view. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah. like before. Sometimes side, side sometimes front. Yeah. Um, so, Elizabeth, do you have a movie like that other than Link? Uh, obviously, we already talked about Link. <laughs> um, no, none of my movies are funny. <laughs> you're in, you're in some, some classics. I, I didn't think of the other two that Leonard Maltin said were three and a half stars, but uh, uh, I know they're in there. And... Um, well, the first Karate Kid is really holds up. That's an awesome movie. Yeah, yeah, of course. And uh, oh, <laughs> the cool thing is when we work together, I would ask you questions about every all those movies, and you were super cool about answering them. But you didn't think of any of it as anything. You're like, whatever. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I think I've had a pretty mediocre career. <laughs> Come on. Wow. <laughs> Well, not until Piranha 3D. Now, I feel like I'm on my way back. I have to say, I don't have to say it, I'm good anyway, that you really, you play the whole thing straight and it's, it's, your performance is entirely believable and the movie is ridiculous. <laughs> like, it's such a crazy movie that. and you're at the center of it like, I gotta fucking save my kids. And that's the other thing that kind of bothered me about is like, tits, blood, children. <laughs> It just sort of rotated between those three. They kept coming back to the children. And I'm they, like, hey, and they would, can they just be on that island safe and leave that alone? Like, we don't I swear they were trying to, am I wrong about this, that they would cut to that little girl right after a porn star? So your brain uh, as a guy yeah, is like... Yeah, terrible... And then you see this little girl that's like a cute little... And you're like, oh, stop that brain. Um, I was talking to a guy after Torque the other night. I was talking to somebody, and I said, man, that scene where everybody gets attacked and you're trying to get everybody out of the water is like, uh, you know, that's like, uh, you know, watching a scene at uh, Omaha Beach. And the person I'm talking to, within a few seconds, actually said out loud, yeah, and it's also like Saving Private Ryan. (laughs) 
Oh, right. He thought you were talking about Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, yeah. Some shit went down on their beach. Because first of all, there isn't one. <laughs> Karate Kid, he gave three and a half stars. And then also, uh, interestingly, he loved deconstructing Harry. The uh, Woody Allen movie that you're in, it's kind of a controversial one. It's one of his dirtier I, movies. I made out with Woody Allen. Whoa. Yeah. Tongue and all. Whoa. Whoa. Jesus. Wow. I thought she'd be a good guest, but this is... <laughs> what is his tongue this like? This is awesome. I'm like going to listen to this episode at home. <laughs> does, it, does he have a neurotic tongue? <laughs> it moves around a lot. Jesus. <laughs> so disturbing. He was a really good kisser. Yeah, him, and Tom, him and Tom Cruise he right up there. He has to be... Right? Yeah, he... Yeah. He kind of has to be. I enjoyed it. You can't be a bad wow. kisser. You'd so walk away from that. What are some other dudes you've made out with in movies? Oh, good um, question. This is a great... It's <laughs> a question. I wanted to make People out with him. themselves. I really did. Yeah, why didn't they do that? Why didn't... Yeah, especially, like, that would have been funny if you got attacked at the end while making out with her. (laughs) Yeah. Yay, we did it, smooch, dead. (laughs) We asked for a make-out scene, but we didn't get one. No, they weren't... They they didn't... uh, They didn't write that. It wasn't about us. (laughs) You you what? Tom Cruise, Woody Allen... Val Kilmer... Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio. That was tongue. Although, he didn't use his tongue. It was very strange. (laughs) He he opened his mouth very wide, and I remember... If you remember, <laughs> he was wow. quite the man boy at that point, right? He looked, he really did look like he was 17, but he must have been 20 or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah 27. 27? <laughs> Jesus. I guess he, wow, be, he really? was on Eight is Enough as the new, you know, yeah. uh, uh, kid they adopt who's kind of a hooligan. Who has lots of pubic hair. Yeah. <laughs> so a huge bush. Just a huge bush. Okay. Well, you don't remember the character with a giant, giant fro of ball hair? <laughs> Um, I love movies, so let's. Do you want to ask me? Take it back to movies. Do you want to ask me, as Jerry O'Connell, what crappy movies I've been in, or is <laughs> well, or I, is Paul I, I think I have an answer, but what what do you think he? Well, would say? I mean, uh, Kangaroo Jack, right? Yeah. Did I do That's that? What I think I want to get that. him to screen Kangaroo Jack with that me. I think awesome. that would be fun. Um, get the inside story. Uh, Kangaroo Jack. Did you ever see it, Elizabeth? Never. <laughs> it's amazing. Because <laughs> it's like they marketed it as, oh, it's a cute story about a kangaroo, but it's the story about it's a like a chase movie about the kangaroo is wearing a jacket that has like drugs or gold or m- money in the pockets, and people are trying to kill each other over it. And there's just one scene where there's a fantasy where the kangaroo talks, and they use that in the ads, and then everybody went. It did. It, it made had a, a bunch great of money. Opening weekend. Yeah. Like over Labor Day or Wait, some so the shit. Like kangaroo, some weekend where you don't expect it. He doesn't talk at all? Only in that Just fantasy? in the one scene where Anthony Anderson is like, oh, I've been walking in the desert for too long. I'm not going to go I'm see it. I'm in the outback no, and it. I'm sweating and I'm fat and I see a talking kangaroo. <laughs> I, I'm serious. Same thing with Cuba Gooding Jr. and Snow Dogs. There's one scene where they talk and it's a, he hallucinates because he's cold. Wait, are you being serious? Snow Dogs does not... Does not have Snow talking dogs. dogs. Is not about talking dogs. I'm not gonna fucking see that movie then either. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah, just so stick annoying. with Cats and Dogs, the, uh, the Secret of Pussy Galore, or whatever it's called. <laughs> oh my God. That's Kitty, no, Kitty, no. Revenge of Kitty Galore. 
All kidding aside, that's, that's actually a really good film. You really like that one? All right. I'll take, I'll take your word for it. Uh, okay, two more questions for Elizabeth Shue. Uh, Hollow Man, was it as creepy to watch it? I mean, to make as it was to watch? <laughs> like, did you have a feeling? Oh, my God, this is... When this guy gets his ability to get invisible, he kind of... He gets pretty freaky with it. <laughs> um, yeah, I wasn't a fan of that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a... If I can use the word affront again to, uh, to human beings, but I, women in particular... But for dudes, it's a rough movie, too, because it's so violent and gross that, like, you totally can't get off to all the uh, strange nudity. Um, <laughs> he had it. <laughs> nice. <I> was <laughs> I'm like, dude, this is not. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so if you notice, <laughs> I'm wearing a bra. <laughs> Which but. is a classic uh, move. Uh, Sex in the City perfected it uh, year after year. Every time I had a girlfriend that wanted to watch that show, I would find it so frustrating, the leaving the bra on thing. But, you know, do hot. what you got to do. It's kind of hot. It's kind of really? hot. Yeah, the whole bra thing. <laughs> Come on, girls. You know, you don't want to, like, be totally naked. You got to, like, well, take it off true. slowly. Well, I mean, you know, bras do make boobs look pretty awesome, but... <laughs> and it's, it's better than showing your boobs in a Paul Verhoeven movie. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> but like, at what point did it seem creepy to you? Like from the get-go, you were just like, "I just this is just going to be a big movie, so I should do it." Or um, he was coming off of something good, right? Didn't he just make the Flying Bugs movie or something? No, I needed money. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I, you know what? I got to talk to my internet guys. I think we should change the show to uh, Strange Confessions. <laughs> Doug loves Strange Confessions. But that's really awesome, and I appreciate it. It was a, it was a huge movie. No, not really. It made twenty million opening weekend. A lot better than Piranha Three D, however. <laughs> but I think Piranha Three D is going to go on and on and on. Don't you think? Yeah, that movie. Well, got that's legs. the thing about Hollow Man is it's still they still play it on cable, oh. and, and it's like I, I'm watching it horrified and excited. <laughs> Because it's got some good stuff in there, but it is a really creepy movie. Uh, Doug, I love that your complaint about the movie is that it's too creepy for you to get off on. Yeah. It's just like... like not every... You don't have to... Jodie Foster's a sexy character, but... But you don't have to get off on every movie. sex scene in that movie. What? You don't have to masturbate to every movie. Well, yeah, I love movies, and... Yeah, like, what's that movie of yours I can never get the title right? The Precious Kind? The Vicious Kind? Vicious Kind. Vicious Kind. You're great in that. Great movie. I didn't think about masturbating once. But But this whole show, we've been talking about Elizabeth Shue movies and not Adam Scott movies. She just did it again. Rob Rob Hubel, of course, is fantastic as the uh, insanely overly tanned guy in I Love You, Man. So hilarious. did Did you masturbate to that movie? Who was the girl in that? Rashida Jones. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say yes no matter what you said. <laughs> Too funny to pass up. Uh, <laughs> um, is that why you didn't like cute. Inception? Yeah, Inception, there's nothing to jerk off to. <laughs> Ellen Page is cute, but she's very, uh, you know, studious through the whole thing. She doesn't have a scene. Her hair's already down, so she doesn't let it down. She didn't even take off her scarf in that movie. 
What about that poor that lady? Did you did you laugh every day on the set that the woman that was hired because she's willing to go topless got got her hair pulled in such a horrible way while you were, your hair was nicely tied up as a sheriff would do it? That's another spoiler. And it's also not much of a question. <laughs> I don't know what you were supposed to say after all of that. I feel like uh, Chris Farley in that sketch that he would do. That was great. That one. Oh. 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 But yeah, so many great movies. But do you, have, have you been told how to play the Leonard Maltin game? Because we have to play the Leonard Maltin game now. I'll tell you real He's going to walk okay. you through it. Um, while I, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do while Adam explains. <laughs> He's going to explain all the rules to her. Make I, uh, out, make 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 out. Seriously, Rob? They're about to make out. <laughs> we're not, we're not going to make out. I'm not listening to anything he's saying. I'm thinking about when I'm going to kiss him. All right. So, so Adam is going to, you guys should make out on this podcast because no one's going to see it. Um, uh, Everyone can be cool about it. Oh, no. You guys make the listeners so jealous with that shit. All right. You got to come see this thing live, man. Anything could happen. That podcast is so visual, man. So on the episode that you can go on and buy now on iTunes, Rob Hubel consistently, I'll put the picture on Twitter, when we'd have contestants come up and play games, Rob Hubel would hang the microphone in front of their face like it was a dick hanging in front of their face and make it very, now he's doing it again. And he would make them talk like that and the audience would go apeshit and of course the listeners are going to be like, what is so funny right now? That's my favorite thing is to fuck up your podcast by doing things that only we can see. All right, so do you have a good one cooked up for uh, yes, I've the handed, end of the show? Yes, I've handed everyone out cupcakes that I made at home, and I want us all to try them and go, mmm, because then, see, people can't fucking hear that shit. It doesn't mean anything. What the fuck are you talking about? Dude, you didn't even smoke before this, did you? No. All right, let's play the Leonard Mountain game. Lisa totally Adam. doesn't understand, by the way. Oh, this is going to be awesome. Adam, you're playing for uh, Ryan. and uh, The guy I assaulted with the door. Yeah. Oh, you did? You yeah. came in that door, and sometimes we hit people at the door. And uh, <laughs> Elizabeth, you'll be playing for Crystal over here. And, um, oh, that's funny. Your shirt has a na- the name Weinbach on it, as in Brent Weinbach. And I thought your name was, that was the name tag, your name's Weinbach. Um, but no. Next to you is... <laughs> Next to you is Jessica with one of the nicest name tags I've seen. It's called a napkin from the shitter. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Rob Hubel, you'll play for Jessica. And uh, we got some fabulous prizes, as always. <laughs> I mean, these aren't, these aren't the greatest prizes, so don't get too excited. We'll start. <laughs> She's going to get this. I think they're going to make out I didn't again. know this was on iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, interesting, Elizabeth. She just she just said in my ear. She just said they don't print anything that's said in this, do they? Oh, whoops. Okay, so so let's do it. Since since she doesn't know how to play the Leonard Maltin game, <laughs> let's play a game called. What would you take back? 
like uh, pick a pick an item that you want. You know, pick three things that you want taken back, and then Rob and Adam and I will vote and decide. And I will put a bleep or something over one of the things that you said. So pick one, or pick a few, and we'll we'll pick which one we like the best. I'll tell you later. Oh, that, I wanted to do it in front of everybody. Because you're going to be bad at the Leonard Mullen game. All right, so Crystal, um, I will play on behalf of Elizabeth, so that means you may or may not win. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. I'm going to play her part, and I'm going to obviously know the answer, but I'm going to try to play it from what I think her Whoa, perspective would what? be. what? Wait, what? <laughs> I'm not going to say I know it ever, but I'm going to say name that movie to you guys when you bid a number that I don't think you can get it in. But... What does that have to do with Crystal? She'll win if I win. Oh, so you're playing for Crystal? No. It doesn't make any sense, Adam. Fuck. It's a complete mess. But you'll get it as we I feel like I fell asleep for like 20 minutes and missed a bunch of shit. Well, it's a good thing the van fell in the river. Is everyone enjoying the hilarious... (laughs) The hilarious cupcakes that I passed out? I can't believe now. So you gonna when we get backstage, you gonna be they like, you have to did it. The they just did thing. it. They just did it. They went mmm. So the the assholes that listen to this podcast are like, fuck. I'm You're just gonna be kidding. like, if Elizabeth could take out, I get to take out the whole the whole cupcake thing that went nowhere. I'm gonna keep doing it. I'm sorry for calling on the listeners at home assholes. You're not assholes. So we'll start down there with you, Rob. So there'll be two people before we get to Elizabeth and since she can kind of catch on. Uh, Rob, would you like to play a a movie from the category Monkeys? Exclamation point. (laughs) Link isn't in there, by the way. Uh, In theaters now or in honor of Piranha, 3D or not 3D, depending on where you read it. Because the opening title just says Piranha. That's true. Scary fish movies. Scary fish movies. And it's not movies with Abe Vigoda, who, who played fish. But that would be a good category. Which one do you want? Scary fish scary movies. Scary fish movies. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, would you like a scary fish movie from 1976, 1983, or 1999? 99. Scary fish. 99. 99. Here we go. Leonard Mall gives it two and a half stars. It's from 1999. He says about it, um, uh, somewhat exciting. <laughs> or sometimes exciting. Sometimes exciting. And he also says, Ronnie Cox appears unbilled. Ronnie Cox. <laughs> See, Elizabeth, the clues are kind of devised to make it even harder to figure out what the hell I'm talking about. And there are eight names. Start with Rob Hubel. How many names do you think you can get it in? See, now it's like name that. I can name that movie in eight names. Eight names. So now Adam could bid lower or say name that movie. Um, From the bottom up. So you're always number one. So Ronnie Cox appears on build. What was the other clue? It's kind of scary. Sometimes exciting. (laughs) Okay. I'll I'll go five names. Five. See, now you can say to Adam, name that movie, and he's got to name it, or you can bid less names. Which would you like to do? Name that movie. Boom. Good call. (laughs) How many names was it? Five. 
Okay. Uh, Aida, I think I'm pronouncing that right, Turturro, you know, from Sopranos. LL Cool J from LL Cool J. <laughs> Stellan Skarsgård, Michael Rappaport, and Jacqueline, the great Jacqueline McKenzie. That would be Deep Blue Sea. Deep Blue Sea is the answer. <laughs> See, did you hear people gasping because they knew it? We're such nerds. You're amongst such nerds. And you talked about side boobs, so it's the best day of our lives. <laughs> that was fantastic. Or is that what you're going to want us to take out? <laughs> no, the side boobs are Okay, right. cool. Side boobs are cool. <laughs> All right, so Adam gets the point on that one. And uh, let's start with you and let you pick. Would you like, from these categories, in theaters now, that's movies that are playing right now, uh, Scary Fish movies, or Stephen King adaptations, movies based on Stephen King stuff. A guy just I think like this gentleman here got a load uh, over, oh. over that category. Oh, if I were up there, I'd turn it into a Paul Verhoeven movie. So, uh, which of those categories do you What like? do we get if we win this game? You win prizes for your audience member, Crystal. Okay. Um, I, I remember that without <laughs> even turning around. So proud. I'm gonna call well, my I'm not winning anything, so... Uh, yeah, that's the spirit. <laughs> You're welcome, Crystal. Do it for, do it for equality. <laughs> um, I'll do in theaters now. <laughs> I'm so uh, bad. Okay. Have you been to the movies lately? No, but I, I do you look at the newspaper. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. You're aware of what's going on. Slightly. Uh, all right. I'm going to pick a movie because um, you can't pick the year because it's this year. Um, so it's not necessarily in theaters now, but it just came out this year? No, it's in theaters now. Right now. Yeah, okay. and right now it would be this year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Doug. Just he says he had a good time. <laughs> That's the Wait, clue. Wait, is this a review of a movie or a massage? Uh, no, he says he had a good time. And, uh... <laughs> oh, oh, God, it's so hard to pick things that don't give it away. He's just, every word gives it away. Uh, <laughs> oh. The story is a collection of amiable cliches. Okay, amiable cliches, that other thing I said earlier, <laughs> he had a good time, he had a good time, and there are <laughs> 11 names, so you should probably start with like a really high bid. 11. 11 names. <laughs> Says, Miss uh, I can name that movie in seven names. Seven names, Adam? I can go five. See, again, you Four. Can, oh. <laughs> wow. I'm not winning anything. <laughs> All right. Is it, is it to me? Yeah. You named that movie. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. What's happening? The show's going to run long. Okay. Um, we got down to five, right? Four. 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 Oh, <laughs> good Lord. Okay, so let's just move on. What do you mean? <laughs> the names are... Do you have kind of an idea what movie it might be? No. Okay. I had a the good names time. Are Ali, Ali Maki is in this. Joe Slaughter. Spelled like it sounds. And uh, the twins, Facundo and Martin Lombard. Dude, those clues That's are so, so not terrible. okay. 
movies that are in theaters now. It's not just Inception, okay, obviously. Okay, 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 okay. Let's narrow it down, guys. What is it not? It's not Scott Pilgrim. It's not Cats and Dogs. That's not in theaters now. Sure it is. Barely. $2 theater. <laughs> I didn't see it yesterday. Is it a small film or a big film? Now, the clue part gets me a little... Uh, I'm not sure if I should do that. <laughs> that's breaking no, the rules. I think the cl- you gave two clues. That's pretty much the... Yeah, yeah. Those are the clues. <sighs> Sorry, Crystal. <laughs> I don't know. She doesn't know it. Does anybody here know it? Yeah. Step Up 3D. Step Up 3D is the answer. Yeah. Man. Yeah. You, yeah. That's why I was laughing, because you probably wouldn't have recognized a single name in the cast. Oh, those fucking twins. Yeah, fuck those Kundo guys, man. Martin. Fuck those Martin. guys. Have you guys seen this movie? Yeah, Go yeah, see funny. it. It's amazing, but fuck those twins. <laughs> Who said they in that movie? You? I did. All right, so I you get have a, a point. point now. So here we go. This is gonna so- this is gonna finish it. You're welcome, we'll whoever start. I just got that point for. Toilet start napkin Adam. lady. Adam, would you like monkeys, fish, king? Stephen King. Here we go. Stephen King adaptations. Would you like 86, 95, or 2007? 86. Here we go. <laughs> Leonard Maltin calls this a bomb. <laughs> he doesn't give it to many movies other than Link. <laughs> he says about it. <laughs> calls it a junk movie. Stupid and boring. <laughs> I mean, it's a bomb. What's he supposed to do? Say, they gave it a nice try. I already like it. Six names, Adam, Scott. How many names do you think you can get it in? Stupid and boring. Stupid and boring bomb based on Stephen King's work from 1986. 19 what? 86. 86. 86. How many names out of six? Uh, I'll go five. Five names, says he. Five names, says he. Does that go to me? Yeah, it's your turn. Damn it. That's why I'm glaring at you. Do I have to go lower? <laughs> For now, let's say yes. Can I just say name that movie? How many names? Five. He's not going to get pussy. it. Okay, okay, no. If you're going to call me a pussy, I can name that five movie. Five names, he's... Wait, wait, let me look at it. He might not get it in five names. Yeah, that's why I said name that movie, man. I just want to... I don't want to dissuade you from... You call me a pussy proper... on a national podcast. Everyone um, listening listen, now thinks I'm pussy, a pussy. International. They have the internet in France now. All right, here we go. Five names. J.C. Quinn, John Short, Yardley Smith, who we all know and love as the voice of... Uh, Don't say that. Some, some character. Bart Simpson. Laura Harrington and Pat Hingle are in this bomb. The only name you didn't get is what could be the giveaway name for this Stephen King adapt. Is that, is that name Emilio Estevez? People are aghast and shocked and <laughs> delighted. No clues. Yeah, I was just looking for anything on your face that would tell me the answer. To that no, question. I play poker. Oh, I don't. Um, 
Uh, this is but I, you're right. Uh, whatever it is you're thinking. <laughs> uh, is it Maximum Overdrive? It is Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> Starring Emilio Estevez, directed by Stephen King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is, it him. is quite terrible. Yeah, and it's not. It's, it's kind of a mess. Yeah. That movie is not stupid or boring. Uh, it's amazing. Let me get some yeah. quick uh, plugs in here at the end. Uh, Hypocritical Oath, as I said, uh, plops on August 31st, so you can get that on uh, iTunes or in stores. It's got a DVD attached to it, so if you buy it, physical copy, you get the DVD. Uh, I'll be at the Comedy Factory in Baltimore September 9th, 2010. I'll be at the Arlington Draft House in Arlington, Virginia, September 10th and 11th. And this is crazy. On Monday, September 13th, here in Los Angeles, we're going to do the Benson Interruption at Largo. It's going to be a double bill with, we're going to do a podcast taping of the absolute finals of the Tournament of Championships of the Leonard Malton game. The three top finalists are going to compete, and we're going to record it and put it on the internet. And then we're also going to do a Benson Interruption. And uh, do you guys have anything to plug? We'll start with Rob on the end. He's I'd like to plug my new... Ongoing my Children's new, Hospital. My, no, my new lawyer show with Jim Belushi. <laughs> Wednesday nights at 10 on CBS. What's the name of my show? It's like, hey, legal The Defenders. The Defenders, yes. I'd like to plug that show, too, because my husband directed the pilot. Oh, yeah. And we could use the money. (laughs) And, of course, Piranha 3D. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not... I'm being serious. Like, if you have not seen that movie, you're you're living your life in the wrong way. It's so fun. I'm not kidding. And I'm not just saying that because you guys are here. It's yeah. really fun. If you love carnage and breasts, and breast carnage, <laughs> then it's the movie for you. If you saw someone punching a guy in the face while he was on fire in The Expendables and said, that's bullshit, <laughs> the Piranha might be the movie for you because it's, it's much more realistic. All right, I got to write these names down before I forget. Uh, did you guys all get your, your plugs in? I don't really, I mean, Piranha. Do you have anything? Go see Piranha? You got something in the can that's coming out uh, soon? Um, yeah, Parks and Rec will start again. Uh, oh, yeah, Parks and Rec. Oh, and Party Down. Party Down came out. Um, oh, what? What's happening to Party Down? It came out on, on iTunes today, season two. Oh, okay. And, but uh, but you, 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 you can, it'll LA, be free it? again soon on Netflix okay. or somewhere else. But there's a there's a marathon kind of being planned somewhere oh, yeah. in LA. Yeah, at at uh, Cine Family in November we're gonna do a, a one day marathon of both seasons of of Party Down. Whoa! So does that equal out to ten hours of That'll Party Down it. in a movie theater with a bunch of smelly nerds? So you want? And Ryan. I'm talking about the cast. We'll all be there. We gotta go. We gotta wrap it up. But you won Ryan, uh, Adam Scott. You won him copies of uh, all three of my CDs. Now I have three of them. Uh, Professional Humor Edian on AST Records, and Hypocritical Oath and Unbalanced Load on uh, Comedy Central Records. And let's thank the guests again. Thanks for coming, you guys. Paul Shear was here. Jerry O'Connell, Academy Award nominee Elizabeth Shue. Who might, some of her stuff might be bleeped. And Adam Scott, the great Adam Scott. And uh, as always, uh, James Cameron is a shithead, and Tucker Max? Is that right? Tucker Max is a shithead. Who's that? Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart.
for you, cause God loves movies.